This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Well, tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Thought it'd be fitting that we do a little discussion on the 9-11. This quote comes from the last survivor who was pulled out from the 9-11 ground debris 27 hours after everything got going. Her name is Janelle Guzman McMillan. She said, quote, on September 11, I always take the day off. I want to be in a peaceful, quiet place. Praying is the day I both mourn and celebrate. Just off the top, do you have any um, thoughts, remembrances, whatever you want to say about 9-11 happened 20 years ago? Uh, I mean, I remember where I was. I remember everything that happened. I was in college. I remember, this is selfish, but I was annoyed that I was in the engineering school and it was the only school that did not cancel classes. So the teachers tried to pretend like nothing happened. Um, And then I remember just watching the TVs uh, for the rest of the day and kind of just like wondering what was next. My brother was in the military at the time. He was in Japan. We couldn't get a hold of him. Didn't know what was happening. And uh, I think we were talking about with my family recently. Everyone, I mean, one of the first thoughts was like, is this the beginning of World War III? Because no one knew. Uh, where, were you in San Francisco? I was. I was broadcasting on the radio trying to get news. And you're just trying to like give news as it comes. And there's so much different stuff coming out. You don't know what to believe. You almost can't believe this when you're watching the TV. Did you know anybody in the building or know anybody that knew anybody in the building? The buildings? Uh, no. I I met someone years later who had worked in one of the towers and wow. was not got accepted to grad school and wasn't going to go. But like a week before, it's like, I'm going to go quit their job, should have been in the tower, but they were on their way to California to start grad school. I mean, there's so many stories like that. I think one of the most famous people that was supposed to be on a flight was Seth MacFarlane, the creator family guy he missed his flight because he was hung over goodness gracious um <clears throat> you do knew uh bob paskins an fov guy his dad died in one of the uh 9 towers wow yes yeah. quote i thought was kind of interesting that um taking a day of reflection for uh janelle i know i knew a handful of people that were at columbine when the shooting happened and every year on april 20th they would go back and be with friends and family or, or take time to reflect. And it makes me wonder if I, I don't have anything in my life that I do annually to reflect on, but that's, that's kind of an interesting thought, like go through, is there something that you need to pay homage to once a year? You know, on nine 11, for some particular reason, that day after broadcasting, me and my then girlfriend went to Walnut Creek. I don't know why we were in Walnut Creek, but we were out there sort of walking around downtown and restaurants were packed. People stores were packed. People were laughing, joking as if nothing had happened. I remember putting me in this giant foul mood. So my thought just is that if people on the very day on the West Coast didn't care, like who at all still remembers anything or does any sort of remembrance reflection 20 years later? 
Well, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on like how close you are to it. Because I mean, with with that thought, we should be mourning every day with what's going on in the world. Like people in California are the most far from um, New York you can be in the continental U.S. And so it doesn't affect you on a daily basis. But I mean, we saw very recently Afghanistan, someone trying to get on a plane through the landing gear and as the plane takes off i don't know if that was confirmed but it was pretty much assumed that was a person that fell hundreds of feet trying to sneak onto a plane like there i think there's a balance of of mourning something and, and moving on with your life like i i don't know what the people in walnut creek should have been doing it could i mean better for the doubt maybe it gave them the reminder spend time with loved ones probably not but that's one way to look at it look at you i like that you know, the, the craziest part about me looking at this 20 years back, it seemed insane that people would hijack a plane, let alone four on the same day, and then fly two into buildings. That's the craziest thing since the pandemic. But it's crazy that nothing crazy like that has happened since. Once you've thought in the, maybe, oh, something weird, atomic bomb will go off or something. Nothing crazy like that's happened since. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how much faith you put in the government, but theoretically the counterterrorism or no. just the defense well i think i think there's more than we think that's being stopped oh, i thought you were going to say tsa because that's the number one regret no. for me since 9-11 is that you know we do this window washing putting tsa agents making sure that we don't have bomb we prove that those people are useless all it does is just put longer lines at airports it does something it's not 100 percent effective but it does something uh, i think i mean Everyone's been saying, and maybe one day we'll we'll have it more catastrophic than killing. I don't know how many people died. Three thousand people would be a cyber attack that attacked our banking system. Like, just imagine if your Wells Fargo account was no longer accessible. Like that would cause complete pandemonium, or just any kind of like shutting down the credit card system or any kind of cyber attack. I think long term would have more negative effects on the country if there was if if whoever wanted to hurt our country or another country had the, the capability to coordinate that what do you think of this idea i kind of was going down this rabbit hole of like that was the day america lost our innocence we were dragged into something there's stuff bad stuff going all around the world but we were kind of i don't want to say above it but we weren't ever dragged into it you think we lost our innocence that day i think you could say it was a day that a generation lost their innocence but i mean i think I don't know for my parents' generation, but maybe around Vietnam, there was some kind of version of that. And then the World War II, I don't know if your kids lost their innocence because of 9-11. I think having... Also, I have uh, in-laws that were like five when it happened. Like they don't remember it. So it's being told something and experiencing it are very different things. And so I, I would not go and say that America lost its innocence. I think it's the people that were between, I don't know, 15 and 60 at the time. I remember going to church that Sunday after it happened. I forget what day of the week it was, but I was like, I'm sure there's going to be a billion people at church. 9-11 was on Tuesday. Yeah, so then church on Sunday, I went. Of course, there was a gazillion people there. My pastor at the time is like still one of my favorite people the entire world. And he just starts a sermon by saying like, you know, 5,000 people, lives lost. What a tragedy, all the violence, blah, blah, blah. Imagine that happened again the next day. After. Remember that happened on September 12th. And then he goes, what would happen if it happened the day after that as well? And then the day after that, 
and then the day after that, and that would go on for a month. That's how many people died in the Civil War in Rwanda. Like we think 5,000 5, lives is a lot of people, but of all the things that go on the world and all the travesties and injustices, it's very minor compared to like a civil war in Rwanda. Yeah, I think one of the things that probably shook us the most is this sense of superiority or untouchable nature of the United States. And they penetrated our defense system. And from, I guess, within, we were able to be attacked. And it was kind of the thought that was probably shook people so much as like, this could have happened to me. And then you're like, well, I'm not safe anywhere. Because in a war, there's generally a militarized zone and the DMZ. And generally that's observed. But this was like, is nothing sacred. We're just going after civilians and we don't know why. And that was, I think, a big reason. But yeah, numbers wise, it wasn't, it doesn't even cause a blip on the, on the scale of lives lost. We've been in New York together. We didn't go near the the, the memorial where the new, we didn't go. Have you been? Uh, no, I haven't been. I've been, couldn't get in. You need tickets. I was to the outside sort of where the waterfall part of it is. I've seen that. This is sort of unrelated, but related. There's a documentary about a guy walking a wire across the tin twin towers, a French guy, mm -hmm. like right when it was being built. And I remember thinking like, that's amazing. This guy strung a wire and wire walked across the two twin towers. And now they're not even there. And this new building that's there is unbelievable. So it's a horrible tragedy. And I'm hoping everybody takes a minute to remember whatever they want, but life does still continue to go on. Yeah. I mean, Janelle probably doesn't dwell every single day for the last 20 years. Otherwise you can't function, but mm -hmm. I guess good reminder, just take some time. Life's short reach out to somebody you love. And speaking of reaching out, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for Larry. Thanks for stopping by.